You're listening to The Best in Wealth Podcast, episode number 37. This is The Best in Wealth Podcast, a show for successful family stewards who want real answers about wealth and investing so we can feel secure about our family's future. At The Best in Wealth Podcast, we think differently about wealth and investing. You should too. All right. Hello, everybody. How are you doing today? My name is Scott Wellens, and I am your host of the Best in Wealth Podcast. This is a show dedicated to helping real people, guess what, that's you, build real wealth so together we can take family stewardship to the next level. I am a certified financial planner, an educator, and a wealth advisor. And today's episode is going to be five changes you will make if you start tracking your expenses. But before we get to the topic, I want to say real quick, thank you so much for listening today. I really, really appreciate you all tuning into the show today. If you want more resources, please go to the website bestinwealth.com. There you'll find the 10 steps to a better investing experience. If you want to experience real investing, which is the opposite of gambling, the way most people are invested in the stock market, download this experience, the 10 steps to a better experience. It will start to open your eyes to what real investing is like. The other thing you can do at the website is tune in to other episodes. Look at the topics, see what appeals to you, see where you need to learn, and tune in. Hey, I wanted to also give a shout out to everyone who has given me some positive feedback these last few weeks. At a previous job years ago, my boss used to do personality evaluations. You take a personality test and it would give my boss an idea what kind of people we were, what made us tick, what we were good at, whether we were organized or not. And I scored highest. I think it was something like 97 out of 100 for the need for recognition. So if I would do something really good at work, sometimes he'd come up to the back of, uh, you know, my head, I was in my cubicle, and he'd just put his hand on my shoulder and he'd say, good job, Scott. But then the SOB would always follow it up with, I know you need that. Took that positive feedback and spun it into something a little more negative. So some of the positive feedback I'm getting is, Scott, I really like your show and I really like your energy. Several people have told me this and I want to let you know that this is not fake energy. You can't fake this. This is the kind of energy that you get when you're passionate about a subject or an industry such as I am when it comes to financial planning because I know everybody needs financial planning. Everybody deserves financial planning. Just not everybody is getting financial planning. But you guys are taking a positive step in the right direction and educating yourself in the wide variety of topics when it comes to the complexity of financial planning. So that's a pat on the back for you guys, and maybe you need that too, just like I do. But you know, wealth 
is not all about numbers, not even close. And I have two things coming up this weekend that are about as wealthy as you get, but they have nothing to do with making money. Actually, the first thing isn't even coming up this weekend. It happened last night. My seven-year-old learned how to ride a bike yesterday. That, my friends, was real wealth. It was not easy for her. She's so timid. I mean, really, she's seven. She should be riding a bike already. She's almost eight years old. It was not easy for her. Let me tell you, it wasn't easy for me either trying to teach her. She was frustrated. I was frustrated. We were both almost in tears last night. Maybe her a little bit more than me, but then she gave up. She totally gave up. So I had to give her the old dad, rah, rah, don't give up. Don't ever give up on your goals or your dreams. You see, she really wanted to ride this bike because people were starting to make fun of her because she still had on stinking training wheels. Don't ever give up, I told her. I made her get back on the bike, and within 15 more minutes, she was riding her bike, took a video, sent it to everybody I knew. I was so proud. That was wealth. Now, the other thing that's happening is happening this weekend. My oldest daughter is graduating from high school this weekend. I can't believe it. It just seems like yesterday I was teaching her how to ride a bike. That wasn't easy either. I have real timid daughters, but I get to watch her walk down the aisle today, graduating from high school. I am so proud of her. You can't put a financial number on how wealthy I feel and how proud I am of her. She's graduating in the top 10% of her class, but you know what? That doesn't even matter. I'm proud of her for everything she has accomplished the first 18 years on this great earth. And let me tell you, she's taught me so much how to be a better person, a better dad. She's lifted my spirituality up in ways I never thought that I could. You cannot put a number on that. And she's headed to the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee this fall. So I guess it's time for me to head to the campus store and buy out all the UW-Milwaukee dad stuff. That's right. I'm sappy like that. You know what? People will probably make fun of me, but I don't even care. I'm a proud dad. Let's get to the topic of the day. All right, topic of the day, five changes you will make if you start tracking your expenses. I know what you're thinking. Oh man, Scott's going to start talking about a budget and most people do not like the topic. But guess what? I often ask clients and prospects how much money they spend on a monthly basis. And I bet you about 30% of the time, people can tell me the number with some level of accuracy. That's it. 30%. That is it. In fact, usually when couples are in my office and I start talking about how much are you spending every month, all I really get is one spouse looking at the other spouse and thinking, you're the one spending all the money. You're spending too much money. But they don't even know how much the too much money is. For others, 
They just seem to get all stressed out when I ask them about the number. It seems like such a daunting task to figure out how much people are spending on a monthly basis. And what happens is they never really get their arms around monthly spending. Unless, of course, they hire me as their advisor and I know that they need to start tracking their monthly spending. You see, not everybody needs to. If you're on your path to achieving everything financially that you want to and you're not on a budget, but you're going to accomplish everything, guess what? You don't need a monthly spending plan. You don't need to figure out how much you're spending on a monthly basis. But a lot of people don't have a clue. And a lot of people would rather bury their head in the sand than knowing their monthly number. But if I know that we need to know and you're a client of mine, well, now I'm your accountability partner. In fact, I had an awesome guy in the office today, a client uh, that has been just for the last few months, and we both know He needs to figure out what his monthly expenses are. In fact, he's taken a great step in the right direction and bought Quicken. Now he needs to actually download it into his computer and start actually doing the tracking. But he's in taking a step in the right direction. He knows that he can't just bury his head in the sand. He knows he needs to face reality like most of us do. And a lot of times people are burying their head in the sand for no reason. They don't want to know what they're actually spending. But when they figure it out, they may even be spending less than they think. I know you guys. I have completely been there. I was $68,000 in debt. I was spending more than I was making. And I was playing tricks with credit and hoping yearly bonuses would come in time to cover some of these overages. But once you retire... All bets are off, baby. No more games with credit and no more bonuses. Because if you start taking too much money out of your retirement accounts, guess what? You're going to end up running out of money before you run out of life. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. Fortunately, though, there's so many tools that can aid in tracking monthly expenses. So when I decided I was getting out of debt years and years ago, and wanted to kick that $68,000 to the curb, I bought Quicken myself to track my expenses. I think it's one of the best tools out there. There's other tools to track expenses. There's mint.com, other free sources. Sometimes your credit card or your bank will have some sort of tool to help you track expenses. I like Quicken. I will pay for Quicken because tools like Mint get me all confused because there's all kinds of ads to sell financial products and all this other business going on where I just want to concentrate on my expenses. I think Quicken is worth it. And I've seen some of the bank and credit card tools and some of them are pretty good, but Quicken will aggregate all of your information from your credit card account and your checking and savings account so that you can really take a detailed look at all of your expenses. That's why I love Quicken. And the truth is, if you can track your expenses for 90 days, you will begin to have a clear picture of where all your money is going. You will be better equipped to either A, start saving more, or B, figure out whether or not you're ready to retire. So whether you're in debt or not, I urge you to start tracking your expenses if you cannot answer this simple question. And the question is, can I live out the retirement 
of my dreams, the retirement that I want. If you can't answer that question right now, then it's time to start tracking your expenses for at least 90 days. And I will bet you that you will make the following five changes if you track your expenses for the next 90 days. That is my challenge to you. And if you want an accountability partner, send me an email, scott at bestandwealth.com. Tell me that you are going to start tracking your expenses the next 90 days, and I will hold you accountable. I promise. So here's the first thing that you will do if you start tracking your expenses. You will eat out less. I love to eat out. I love restaurants. I'm not going to lie to you. But almost everyone underestimates their monthly spending eating out. I know I did this. When I made my very first budget, I think that I put 150 bucks eating out every week. And we were eating out a lot back then. And you know how much we spent the first month? Over $400. I was so incredibly off in the number that I thought. Simply put, eating out is incredibly expensive. Simply put, eating out is incredibly expensive. According to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, the average U.S. household spends 59.8% of their food budget on eating at home and 40%, little over 40, on food out of the home. So since your overall food budget is about 12 to 15% of a household's total expenses, preparing more meals at home can mean substantial savings. Now listen, I'm not being the bad guy here. I'm not saying to cut out restaurants completely. Well, that is if you're not in a ton of debt because it's a whole different story if you are. But cutting The practice of eating out by 20 to 40% could mean the difference between a successful and an unsuccessful financial life. Think of it this way. If the average person spends about 10 bucks a day going out to lunch, it comes out to about $200 a month. Double that if both spouses are going out for lunch every day. A lot of people do this because they just can't stand their job. So that one hour that they're eating out by themselves or friends and having feel-good food, that seems like a necessity. But if you hate your job that much, you have bigger problems and you need to look at the bigger picture about how you can change jobs or retire early. And eating out every day is not going to help that goal at all. I mean, really, $400 a month on lunch alone is a significant amount of money. And that's just lunch. That's not dinner and drinks on Friday night too, or two or three or four times a week. But I don't have to tell you to eat out less because if you track your expenses for 90 days and see how much you're spending, I bet you just will. All right, the number two thing you will do if you track your expenses is you're going to buy less stuff. We are consumers and we buy so much stuff. I'm talking about little purchases at the checkout of the grocery store and little things at convenience stores. This all adds up to a lot of money when the month is over and the year is over. Larger purchases can take a significant bite out of the amount of spendable income that is available every month and every year. We make impulse decisions without looking at the big picture and how it affects our long-term goal of maybe buying a vacation home or better yet retirement early. 
So I'm not suggesting to sacrifice on experiences like vacation because I am huge on experiences. I am a family steward and experiences are often done with the family and it is difficult to put a price tag on any family experience. However, if you're in a whole bunch of debt, maybe taking that family trip around Europe is not in your best interest and maybe we want to go camping up the street instead. I am for experiences. I'm not for accumulating stuff. When it is all said and done and you're sitting on your deathbed, you will care less about the next big screen TV you bought and care a whole lot more about the experiences you had because you spent less on stuff. So you're able to spend more on what mattered, experiences. Number three thing that you will do if you track your expenses for at least 90 days, you will get along better with your significant other. Listen, if you have not already, to episode number 20, which is the seven steps to getting on the same financial page as your spouse. If you have not listened to episode number 20, you need to do it. Because fighting about money is the number one reason for divorce. Part of getting on the same financial page with your spouse is communication about the spending. And it's hard to communicate it when there aren't hard, cold facts on what actually is being spent. My wife and I, we're aligned almost perfectly right now when it comes to money. We have compromised and made decisions together to come up with our spending plan after we started tracking our expenses. If we wouldn't have started tracking our expenses, we would be just like all of the other couples out there that seem to endlessly fight about the money. I urge you to get on the same page with your spouse, and you will if you start tracking expenses together. All right, the number four thing you will do if you start tracking your expenses is you will shop for better pricing on your monthly services. I remember vividly after I started tracking my expenses that I realized I was paying over $100 for cable television. I never thought too much about it before I started tracking my expenses, but I started thinking one day, man, $100 a month, it was actually more than that, but just using that as an example, times 12, that's 1200 bucks a year on cable television. And I'm not even watching that much TV. And when I am, it seems to be the regular network shows. So what did I do? Because that was right there in front of me, I started shopping for better and cheaper cable service. I started shopping for cheaper internet, a better price on our cell phone plan, a better mortgage interest rate, a better price on car insurance, all of it. When we're not tracking our expenses, though, we don't think about it. We just, those bills just get paid every month, probably automatic payments too. But when you look at it on a piece of paper, then you think, I have the ability to do something about this. We live in a competitive environment. So, so many people want my mortgage under their roof. They want my car insurance with their company. So they're willing to offer a deal to me. So I go through the motions and switch companies to them. Shopping for deals on services led to a substantial savings 
every month on my monthly expenses. First, it offered help for me to get out of debt. And once I was out of debt, all of that extra money went to savings. I'm going to let you in on a little secret too. Eventually, I cut the cable cord completely with things like Netflix and HDTV for free with an antenna for the network channels, that is. I figured I don't even need cable. I cut it completely. I do not have a cable bill. And guess what? I really don't even miss cable television. All right, number five thing that you will do if you start tracking your expenses. Listen up. You will realize your financial dreams. You will realize your financial dreams. Tracking expenses allows us to look at the big picture instead of the daily grind of everyday life. When we track our expenses and start cutting in different areas of our lives, then we start saving more money. That extra savings compounded year in and year out can literally add up to millions of dollars. And when you know you're on a track of good saving, and when you know you have a comprehensive financial plan behind you, you begin to think about the big picture. What do I want to accomplish out of this life? What are my cornerstones that I want to build abundance in them? The experiences that I talked about, Europe with the entire family vacation home, retiring early. That's the big stuff. Changing careers. That's what I did. If I went to been tracking my expenses, getting out of debt, saving like a madman, you think I would ever be talking on this podcast right now? Heck no. I'd be in the daily grind of a job I didn't love. Freedom sets in. The freedom to change careers. The freedom to retire early. The freedom to realize all of your financial dreams. If you have never tracked your expenses before, but know you are going to be able to live the life you want, then I'm not suggesting you start tracking your expenses. But if you're like most of us, you have questions about your future. Questions like, will I have the retirement that I want? If you've ever asked yourself that question, it is time to start tracking your expenses. Freedom sets in. Freedom to change your career. Freedom to retire early. Freedom to realize all of your financial dreams. If you take the first step and start tracking your expenses today. Listen, I'm not a sales rep for Quicken, but Quicken has kind of saved my life. It saved my life because... Now I'm doing the career I want. And I'm telling you, it's because I started tracking my expenses. I started taking this life seriously. I started living like nobody else. 
because now I'm living a life like nobody else. How many people can actually say, I am working my passion. I'm changing lives. You know how good that feels? But it all starts by taking actionable steps. Listen, I want you to go to bestinwealth.com. I want you to click on 10 steps to a better investing experience. Let's start to figure out real investing together. I hope everybody has a great, great, great week. And I'll see you all on the flip side. The Best in Wealth Podcast is hosted by Scott Wellens. Scott Wellens is the principal at Fortress Planning Group. Fortress Planning Group is a registered investment advisory firm regulated by the Securities Act of Wisconsin in accordance and compliance with securities laws and regulations. Fortress Planning Group does not render or offer to render personalized investment or tax advice through the Best in Wealth Podcast. The information provided is for informational purposes only and does not constitute financial, tax, investment, or legal advice.